0: Hi, this is episode 6 of Please Touch The Art podcast. My name is Kiave Roadheaver and I got to do Easter egg hunting today. And I got to pet dogs. And I really, really, really like the color ultramarine blue. Hello,
1: my name is Mackenzie Cannon. And I also got to go Easter egg hunting today as well. I speak fluent Farsi. And I really, really enjoy pickles. And my favorite color is heliotrope
0: heliotrope. Remind me what color that is. What does it look like?
1: It's kind of like a really, really warm purple, but really, really light. It's
0: named after a flower. Oh, cool. Well, I'll have to look it up sometime. I'll probably put the link in the show notes for a picture. Almost like a thistle. Ooh, fancy. Very, very fancy. Can I tell you what I see first, or do you want to tell me what I'm looking at? You tell me what you see first. Okay, so right now I'm looking at a concrete wall with a painting on it. From the bottom left-hand corner, there is what appears to be a pink flower with circled bubbles in pink, yellow, and white floating up into something that looks like a framed out, maybe like a window or some other thing like that that has an inset rectangle that has um, a pink bottom and a black top that is intersected with gray lines that appear to be Arabic writing with a shine added to the top in white paint and yellow ginkgo leaves with like some greens kind of mixed in. You can kind of see some of the tool marks with the way it swoops underneath the writing and some of the tool marks inside of the leaves. Can you tell me what the words are?
1: Yes, it's actually one word, sabar, which is sort of like patience or like the will to keep on enduring, which I thought was really fitting because this particular painting is that it's on the side of a building that's actually owned by Netcare. Um, okay,
0: can you tell me what Netcare is for people who don't know?
1: Netcare Access is a it's an organization here in Columbus that mainly helps people who are experiencing mental health crises and or like substance abuse.
0: Yeah, issues. I unfortunately I've also had to call Netcare for people, so been there. Um would you like to tell me what this piece means to you or how you got commissioned to make it?
1: This piece, I actually went through neck hair. This was about two years ago. And they actually approached me and wanted me to paint something for them. They really wanted some client artwork up. They had also seen me working on various things during my stay there. This is actually... It's owned by neck hair, but the actual property is known as the miles house Okay, over on West broad. And it's literally a house that people go to after they're finished in the crisis intake unit. Okay. Typically you'll spend, I spent about a week in the crisis intake unit. And then from there I went to the miles house, which provides a lot of the same services. They provide group therapy. They provide supervision. They're still making sure that you're, on Good your way to, to recovery. Recovering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a little bit more relaxed, though, than at the actual facility because at the Miles House, you're free to come and go. You're invited to come back for group therapy. There's a curfew. But other than that, you are actually free to go.
0: Oh, nice. So
1: it's it's a little bit different than being checked into the actual CSU.
0: Is it kind of like outpatient hospitalization or? Well, no. You It is. Um, you do sleep there. Oh,
1: okay. You stay there. Um, Like I said, there's a curfew. You have to be back by a certain time, but it's, you know, it's a lot more relaxed and you're able to actually like go outside, get some fresh air. The area where this is painted, it's actually a patio in the back area. They grow vegetables and flowers and Mm. things like that back there. They have seating back there. People can go to when they need to decompress or just be outside and sometimes we'll hold group out there too. Nice. During my time at Netcare, especially when I was at the Miles house, that was kind of when I was beginning to like rediscover painting and drawing and sketching and things like that, because I hadn't really done anything in several years. And it was something that sort of helped me through the recovery process there at Miles house. They encourage you to work on things like that work on things that are contemplative things that are soothing and also things that can engage you and perhaps motivate you. So oh, nice. artwork was kind of
0: a driving force for you.
1: That main factor for me, yes. And they had approached me during the end of my stay. I was about to leave and they had met Jill as the manager there. She actually approached me and said that she had spoken with some of the higher ups at, at NetCare and that they wanted me to go ahead and paint something for them. And I wanted it. I wanted to make something meaningful, which is why I chose that particular word. I thought it was very appropriate for the, for the atmosphere space, yeah. and for the space.
0: Talk to me about the significance of the color and the significance of the ginkgo leaves and other flower that is shown.
1: Well, about the color, if you were to look really closely and especially if you were there in person you'll notice that actually no blue was used anywhere here i do and i kind of did that on purpose i i wanted to avoid blue i enjoy blue but it's very somber Mm -hmm. and it was all about creating something to leave behind but also leaving things behind separating things from myself and leaving them behind the blue kind of the absence of the blue sort of like motivates i guess spoke to that Mm -hmm. a little bit The ginkgo leaves I chose because I had read an article about the atomic bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, and they Mm -hmm. still have ginkgo trees there, like pretty much at ground zero that had like survived the whole thing. And they're still thriving. Ginkgo trees are also known to be very resilient and also very long-lived. I thought it would be sort of a fitting metaphor Mm -hmm. that you can still continue to go forward. A lot of the people that move through this space have reached sort of like the lowest points in their lives and so I just wanted to leave behind an energy that was encouraging of people to
0: survive through it
1: get through it and continue to live on and see tomorrow because you never know what it is that you can go on to do from there Um, I actually plan on going back to work on this particular piece. Yeah, you said that you were
0: going to invite me to go. I'm very excited.
1: We still need to do that. They've given me free reign to completely take over that entire back wall, Yeah, which I'm very, very excited for.
0: You mentioned that you wanted to make it an interactive piece with either like stars or handprints of the patients that were still there. I do. I was thinking that I wanted to
1: level everything out in black around that that window. window. And then... Do something really colorful, really nebular, and then give other people the opportunity to, like, add stars. Or, I mean, I'm playing with a couple of themes, but I do want it to be interactive. I want it to be something that invites the staff and also clients to add a little piece of themselves along the way as well. Because this particular space, the Miles House, it sees a lot of traffic, Mm -hmm. but it's all very meaningful. Nobody arrives at the Miles House for no reason. Everything is very, like
0: structured it's
1: it's very structured it's also very serendipitous and everything that happens there has meaning and everybody who moves through this space is there for a specific particular reason and so i really wanted to invite people to leave a little part of themselves in the space
0: oh that's sweet that's very nice Is there anything else you want to tell me about this piece before we look at some others
1: this piece was also featured when i should i mention you can
0: mention it you can plug them too if you like
1: yeah it was it was actually back in october there was a small interest piece on the local channel 10 and this is actually where we had filmed that i had filmed that with jerry revish and we had spoken about suicide prevention awareness Mm -hmm. so I enjoyed that they allowed me to use the image for that as well and the space was really really beautiful as well you can't see much of it here in the picture but they do actually have a really lovely garden back here as
0: well I'm sure they do have a lovely garden thank you for always being so open and kind and sharing of your things
1: I got good at feeling bad and that's why I'm still here
0: I got good at feeling bad and that's why I'm still here Um, I think we said that we wanted to look at this piece next. Do you want me to tell you again what I'm seeing first? Yes. It looks like it's made with chalk. I see kind of the way that the pigment has broken up across the paper. It could also be pastel. The, The background is a violent kind of reddish orange color. There's a darkness that comes down through the middle and inside of the darkness is a hand that is reaching down towards a word that is highlighted in white. It also looks like an Arabic word to me. Can you tell me what the word is?
1: Yes, it's actually the same word that we saw in the previous piece. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, that
0: shows you how, how badly <laughs> I look at things. Um, this piece was... Can you remind us what the word is again? Sabar. Thank you. Which is basically, it's Arabic for
1: patience or Mm. like
0: endurance.
1: Yeah. It's a virtue and a quality to have and to aspire to. And Muslims often ask God to instill this in them.
0: All right. Because
1: it, it, it gives you strength. This was the first, I guess, serious attempt at anything after I left the Miles house. And at the time I was in transitional housing, I was homeless. So I was in transitional housing. My materials were somewhat limited, but this was done with Derwent charcoal blocks. Okay. And then it's a little mixed media, but it's mainly with the the colored charcoals. And I wanted to do something structurally with the hand. Mm -hmm. I think that Faces are great, but a lot of times when I'm, like, meeting somebody or encountering somebody, I look at their hands. Yeah. I think hands tell us a lot about somebody. You can tell a lot about somebody's life and who they are as a person by looking at their hands, looking what they do with their hands, looking at the appearance of their hands. A lot of people also talk with their hands.
0: Mm-hmm. Especially you. <laughs> yeah. I do sometimes, <laughs> but not when I'm anxious. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I do talk with my hands a lot. I just think that the hands are very underrated, I think that they...
0: I agree, I think that hands are wonderfully gesturous, I think that hands are sexy, I think that hands like just are caring and warm and very nice.
1: I think they also transmit a lot of information that is Mm -hmm. a lot, often, a lot of times it's overlooked.
0: Yeah, I think this piece even has kind of like an aura. It feels to me as though the hand is either generating the darkness or breaking through the darkness. Can you speak to me a little bit about the color palette and why you chose these colors?
1: Well, I wanted these
0: colors because I knew
1: that I, I knew I didn't want it to be a super colorful piece. I wanted to work specifically with purposeful approach toward like the color. Yeah. I wanted to, and at the time I was going through a very difficult time. I Mm -hmm. mean, when I, again, this was right after I left the Miles house and I had sort of been sketching this out a little bit prior to that while I was still at the Miles house but again this was the lowest point in my life is what led me through Mm -hmm. that part of my journey and I you know I was working on a lot of different pieces that sort of reflected that
0: I, I remember seeing something similar from you or maybe it was this piece and I'm just misremembering things but I I remember a piece similar to this that was like in blues and I don't know why
1: In blues, Was it a hand?
0: I thought it was a hand. Maybe I'm just misplacing the colors. You know how, like, sometimes if you close your eyes, the (laughs) colors reverse themselves in the Mm. back of your eyelids. My memory likes to do that a little bit.
1: Well, you may have seen, maybe it's the fact that I I do like to work with Arabic. And especially at this point, I really was enjoying working with Arabic because embracing my faith was something that was really important to me at the time as well. And so a lot of these words represent something that's very important to me. As a Muslim? hmm And so that was another theme that you saw with, like, a lot of the stuff that I did back during this particular point in time. Yeah.
0: I remember when I first met you, you hung out in my studio and you gave me a piece that was done in lipstick. And I still have it in one of my sketchbooks from college. I'm trying to remember which one that was. It's a red lipstick piece. I'll post a picture of it with, like, these, like, stripes of pink and black and white radiating out from it. Is it on a board? Is it on... It's on a piece of paper. I think you actually may have made it while you were in my studio. You either made it when you were in my studio or you brought it to my studio one of the two. Oh, I think I did that while I was there with you. That's acrylic mm-hmm. paint. I lied. Maybe you were just experimenting with lipstick at the time too. Yeah,
1: I, I have worked with lipstick and makeup. I'm, I, I enjoy working with different things. I've used makeup, like Things like mascara, eyeshadow, lipstick, nail polish. Nice. I really enjoy, I've done a lot with nail polish. Like in previous years, I've done a lot with like nail polish. I also like to use found objects, Mm -hmm. things like that. I like to work with different things. I don't like
0: to- Pigeonhole yourself. Exactly. Do you want to talk about this piece really fast or would you like to talk about something else? This piece I enjoy. Yeah, let's talk about this piece. I actually think that this piece is really cool. It's on a white background. It is what appears to be signed. It is also appearing to be calligraphy work, but it looks as though you like made a stencil and then painted down into it because there's moments of a swirled light blue and a swirled purple, and then a deeper like ultramarine kind of color radiating throughout it also looks like you allowed your brush to become very dry and make those like nice like pardon me but i'm gonna call them sexy words (laughs) sexy words wow sexy swirls is the word i'm trying to say (laughs) tell me a little about about this piece tell me what it means and all of the things
1: well actually this piece was made initially with rather than a brush it was a small it had a wooden handle. It was like a rubber brush. Okay. It was like a spatula almost. It was
0: it kind of like the things that you're supposed to paint egg white, wa- like egg washes onto bakery with. Po- possibly no. It was all one. It didn't have noodles on the end. It had like
1: you know. It didn't have any like rubber rubber bristles on the end. It was one flat edge and it was angled. Yeah, I think like I, a spatula.
0: Okay, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. And that's
1: what I used to actually write and make and form the characters Mm -hmm. um this is again mixed media as well i um i played a lot with this digitally oh after the fact that's fair but it actually it's inshallah which is a phrase that muslims use a lot we pepper it throughout all kinds of things
0: yeah can you tell me what it means
1: it means god willing okay or by god's will okay and you would say there are a number of Instances where this comes into play. Anytime that you talk about something that's going to happen later on that maybe is not set in stone, which, I mean, things mm. rarely are.
0: Right, I got you. You would you. say,
1: like, Inshallah, I'm going to visit my mother. Okay. Inshallah, I'm going to speak with my father later. Okay. Hoping that they're well. Hoping, hoping that
0: you will be able to. Exactly.
1: Because everything is by God's will and we're giving we're given everything by God is sort of the message there so you Mm -hmm. pepper it throughout
0: is that why there's like kind of a grainy kind of this like peppered um, look at the top well I also wanted to it was
1: so that the utensil that I used you're Mm -hmm. right it was fairly like dry during the application I wanted there to be and sort of also the way that I placed the characters as well you'll see that it's not very linear Okay. I wanted there to be like sort of an Some organic, free form element to this. Like yeah. Somewhat reminiscent of, I guess, like a chaotic theme or like an element, because this is a concept that often is used in an anchoring manner or fashion. Things are okay. going on around us. There's crazy so you things kind of that orbit we're unsure it? of. Exactly. Okay. There are things that we may be unsure of. There are all kinds of questions and you know, things that we wonder, things that we stress about. But at the end of the day, especially as a Muslim, you try to remind yourself that everything is by God's will. Okay. And that's something that you are reminded not to take for granted. That was also another theme is that I was trying to really examine my life and take inventory of things that maybe I had previously been taking for granted. And how can I stop doing that? And how can I living my life more fully more authentically and how can I be more appreciative of what I have
0: that's lovely maybe after you finish your mural I can have you on again and that could be really really cool I would love to yeah do you want to remind everybody who you are
1: yes my name is Mackenzie Cannon I'm an artist based here in Columbus Ohio
0: can we find your work anywhere
1: Not yet. I'm actually in talks with a gallery to see about maybe getting some nice.
0: Tell me, and I will tell everybody where you are. I will.
1: I'll let you know when everything is like set in stone. Okay. Inshallah, get it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're great. I love it. I am Kiev Roadheaver. You can find me on Instagram at Please Touch the Art Podcast, and we now have a Twitter. You can find my personal art Instagram at kieve.art, k-i-e-v-e dot t. and you can find me on my website, k-r-o-d-e-h-e-a-v-e-r-a-r-t dot com. And today, we had a live studio audience, which is very cool and very fun, and... I thank you to WCBE for everything they do. And this is the first time that I have flown solo in recording these episodes. Take care. Have a lovely one.